0: I'm Nick Filardi. I'm Jason Thielbach Welcome to the world's second finest podcast. Today we're talking bat books that came out January 1996. It's a new year, Jason, and it's the 90s, which means we have no problems at all.
1: Not not at all. We we solved everything. Bill Clinton has no controversy and never will. <laughs>
0: Uh, we have Amazon affiliate links in the description and show notes, not for anything Bill Clinton related, but for the <laughs> books that we're talking about. Although I don't think anything's collected quite yet for Shadow of the Bat. We are right around the corner from Batman Contagion, which is going to be a multi-part thing. That Those are going to be thick sodes because it's not only the books that we cover, Batman, Shadow, and Detective. It's also Robin, Asriel, and Catwoman. So we're going to have to shuffle it up for that episode next. But yeah, yeah, but they
1: gave up They gave up on Huntress, which like, you know. Yeah.
0: there's no Huntress series.
1: They, no they Huntress. They
0: don't care. DC doesn't care if we care about Huntress.
1: Yeah, you know what, DC? I think maybe possibly I was just starting to consider to care about Huntress. And now she's not there.
0: <laughs> well, there's a, a Rick Burchett Huntress uh, mini right around the corner. So, so maybe finally... Finally, we can care about Huntress. There's also this podcast on YouTube.com slash NickPhil with a bunch of art. I have been a little late on it, though, because the weather's starting to get nice and Shannon and I will hike and then I'll be like, oh, shit, the pod. And then I'll upload it and then I'll close the window without it uploading all the way. And then I'll open it like a day later and I'll be like, oh, shit, it's only 57%. (laughs) I thought it was done. (laughs) So look, look, the YouTube clips they, of the show, they come out eventually. They come out eventually.
1: Yeah. Listen, you know, w- when you're in the kitchen, sometimes things get busy. You know, there's a lunch rush. There, you, you just Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Heard, Chef. Oh, Heard. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Batman 527. Kelly Jones is back this month. It's written by Doug Munch with art by Kelly Jones and John Beattie on inks. Colors by Greg Wright. Seps by Android Images. Todd Klein on letters. Edited by Denny O'Neill. It's the face schism. We open with Batman stopping a home invasion. He does that. Meanwhile, Two-Face breaks out of Arkham by impersonating one of the guards. He goes back to Harvey Dent's apartment, but the locks have been changed. He busts through the door, kicking off the hinges, killing the current occupant. Two-Face kicks in some drywall and pulls out some files from his days as district attorney. He wants to tie up some loose ends, cases where he knew they were guilty, but he couldn't prove it. Batman heard about the break-in on the police scanner, recognizes it as Two-Face's old address, and after finding a clue of an old piece of paper ripped up a little bit on the on the wall, drywall thing, uh, he realizes that based on the thickness of the type of paper and the color of it, that it's an old DA case file.
1: I, I, I love that because that was such the, like, wasn't that even a joke by the 90s that, like, all Batman needed was, like, a hair and he could tell like, you know, this is like even before CSI, like it was, but I, for one, am glad that Batman is
0: doing actual detective work. That was kind of nice. Yes. Yes. Um, Cause lately he's been like, Robin, figure this out for me <laughs> or like yeah. back computer solve the problem. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I just, I just love the, um, the over detail of it, though, because it's like, it's oh, like, yeah. okay, you know this is Harvey Dent's old apartment. You know clearly there was something hidden in here. You knew he used to be the DA. You were <laughs> friends with him. Like, He's like, what could this paper mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, geez, man, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't think you have to go into that much detail about the weight of it. <laughs> This was made in a paper mill in in Saskatchewan, Canada. Like, (laughs) like, all I'm going to
0: check it against all my paper mill samples. Yeah, sure, man. All right, dude. We flash back to Batman and Dent hashing it out on the roof. This is before he was Two-Face. Harvey wants Batman to go after uh, these people that he has in these files. Uh, Batman's not super into it. We get a small Two-Face flashback describing the road thus far. Batman gets a copy of the files from Sarah Gordon, current commissioner. With the files, Batman puts together that Harvey's going to hit the circus after three of the carnies killed a guy and he could never prove it. Harvey's looking to put on his own perverse trial for what they did. Batman finds uh, Harvey's footprints in the mud at the fairgrounds. He notices that one shoe is, is fairly new and the other one is scuffed to shit. So he's like, oh, it's got to be Two-Face. We're we're going after Two-Face. Batman gets attacked by the knife thrower and the strongman, two people who are involved in the murder. He dispatches them before being held at gunpoint by the third man that Harvey is there to have a trial for and then kill. It's Lockhart, the ringleader. Two-Face draws a second gun on the group of Lockhart drawing the gun on Batman. So we're in a real... Batman, two guns, <laughs> standoff, the old Gotham standoff here.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess, honestly, like, I I guess if you're going to have a Gotham, like, standoff, like, and you're going to, you know, have, you know, guns pointing at each other, it right. would have to include Batman.
0: Yeah, right, exactly. Be, like, it's the it Gotham standoff. Gotham, Batman I mean, with a Batarang, two other people with guns, and they're just pointing them
1: at everybody. Like a Gotham burrito is just a burrito that Batman hands to. You know, it's like it's the only way to get a true the, the burrito. Bat-rito? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. God, it's the only thing he knows how to make.
0: That's a complicated it thing. Like he can make he can't make a peanut butter jelly sandwich. He's like, no, burrito only. <laughs> I was yeah, taught by he, my sensei.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he he likes the process of like the handmaking of it. That but, is you know, true. It, it, that is it true. It suits him. It suits. Him. Uh, as a complete aside, <laughs> Colbert
0: once described the process of making an old fashioned as part of the soothing nature of the drink. And, and I was like, it's kind of interesting. And I I started thinking about it more. And I was like, man, everybody's been making old fashions the same way forever. And it's like this rich connection to my ancestry. And also, and then I was like, am I an alcoholic? (laughs) Anyway, anyway, that's not the point. It says for, for Lockhart to freeze, or his sideshow attraction is gonna get, get it through both of his brains. He's he's holding up the Siamese twins, and he's gonna shoot him shoot them both in the head. They share a yeah. skull; they're connected at an eyeball. <sighs> Meanwhile, Sarah Gordon <laughs> gets offered a job as the Mayor Alex' assistant. Up next, Two Face Part Two: The Schism Face. Jason, what did you think of Batman Five Twenty Seven?
1: I really dug it. I really did. Honestly, it was, it was, it was a, uh, um, it was a great, like it, well, you know, like you said, great to see Batman doing like detective work again, instead of just like handing it to a teenager to be like, here, run it through a fucking computer or something, right. you know, write my email for me. I don't know, yeah, I don't know yeah. how this crap works. Um, <laughs> but the, like, like, I love the, like the deliberateness of, uh, and I think we, we do kind of talk about it all the time with Kelly Jones of like, knowing that like you're you're like oh if you're the writer you're like i have kelly jones so like so uh, like i, w- I want to draw two-faced there's monster villain check i want to draw circus and and circus yeah. sideshow freaks yeah check, because it's kelly jones like this is where i right. want this stuff to take place and it's like
0: all I at was night like, that when i was reading it when it was like uh harvey's old files and i just assumed you know like organized crime mafia hits that that were
1: like unproven he's like
0: we've got to go to the circus and i was like of fucking course we do
1: (laughs) hell yeah hell yeah that's where you go yeah yeah you don't go to some like bookie
0: you know also i the machine that batman is uh analyzing the shred of paper with looked a lot like um the opening of the 90s Ninja Turtles show where Donatello does machines. And it's this giant machine that's like, I think it's making a cup of coffee or something like that, (laughs) like (laughs) over-engineered, like monstrosity. The machine reminded me of of the same thing. And I just wanted to make mention because I was like, I was like, I don't, I can't tell if my, brain is broken from my childhood or if that was like a legit connection that Kelly Jones was thinking about because it is 1996 right now. So, you know,
1: maybe a bit of both. I would like to mention, though, well, only because I I was thinking about it when we were brought up the circus, is that I think something that like I'll always love about um, Batman is that because he was created in the 30s, the late 20s, it? I think it was 29 or if it was 30, whatever. But he was created during a time when circuses were so much more popular in America. Oh, you know? yeah. And there were so much. It's like, yeah, we're going to go to the circus. It's like, oh, which circus is in town? You know, it's like <laughs> you had multiple, right? Yeah, yeah. And 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 by the 90s, like they were dying. Like they were absolutely dying. There was right. one left. No one wanted to see them. They were all treating their animals like it was an awful thing. Like it should have died way before it did. Sure. Like at least like the animal side of it, like, you know, trapeze artists.
0: This is Doug Munch and Kelly Jones, uh, remembering fondly the circus from like the seventies. This is not nineties circus.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. But like, I just, I don't know. I just find that thing kind of funny. It's like how, um, most people, like a, a, even just a little bit younger than us, have no idea what the uh, save icon like. They just know it's the oh, save icon. it's like floppy disk.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And like maybe they'll put this was once the like this represented a you know, but like you ask like a fifteen year old to click save like the save button, be like, oh yeah, that button with the square thing in it, click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just like the circus. What the hell is the? I guess they go to the circus in this world. Like, fine. Jason, life comes at you fast.
0: Things change.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: they do. Should we get into Shadow of the Bat 47?
1: Oh, yeah. Batman, Shadow of the Bat number 47. Shadow of the Bat falls upon Cornelius Stirk part two. We got Alan Grant as the writer, Tommy Lee Edwards penciler, Ray McCartley, inker. Pamela Rambo, colorist. Android images, color separations. Bill Oakley, letterer. Brian Silfries, still killing it on the covers. Yep. As always. Jordan B. Gor- Gorfunkel, associate editor. Dennis O'Neill, big guy editor. We pick up where we last left off with a spooky smart guy serial killer talk. Stirk is in disguise as the egghead writer that he killed and done ate his heart our boy loves himself some human hearts. Yep. So he decided he wanted a taste for the finer things in life. The egghead had an invite to the penguins election night party. Yay. More politics. All right. That's, yeah. Uh, finally, finally. It's our favorite plot line of this, these this whole book. <laughs> so he figures there will be some big high society muckety mucks there and they must have some juicy, juicy hearts as he stalks the, Around the party, taking notes, one of Penguin's goons asks him, "What the hell he's doing, writing shit down?" He explains he's a writer researching for a book, and he should be in it. And he leads this poor sap away before, well, you know, clobbering on the back of the head and stealing his clothes and coming back out disguised as him. Because remember, Sturk has the weird hypno powers that he can look like whoever he wants to look like.
0: Yeah. You know. uh, uh, <laughs> I, I yeah. feel like the hypno powers when it was like one guy alone in the cell with him. I was like, yeah, I buy it. But when it starts to be like he's at this party and he's he's shape shifted. I'm like, Meh.
1: yeah, yeah. Well, they kind of explain that a, a little bit. Meanwhile, Batman is exhausted. Everyone else is taken care of. But Sterk is still out there and he knows he was disguised as the egghead and that the dead egghead had an invite to the penguins party. Well, it just so happens that Bruce Wayne has an invite to the same party. It also just so happens that Batman always keeps a tux in the Batmobile. Of course you do, you rich bastard. Batman makes his way through the party, ignoring the mayor elect while scoping out the scene for Stirk, which I, <laughs> I really liked. Um, yeah. Cornelius is scanning the room for his next kill. And he goes down the list and decides that the new mayor-elect's heart will make the most delicious treat. And there's a lovely little scene where the Gordons talk and appear to make up. And it's darkened by a jackass kicking the door in and telling them that he's the new commissioner by orders of Kroll, who still holds power for a few months. Picks them right out of there. What a dick. Bruce uh, deducts his way around the room, zeroing in on where Sturk is most likely to be. On the fringes, presenting a different disguise. Obviously, he knows he'll have changed it by now. And this is where, like, Bruce is like, "Oh, it doesn't work on like, you know, a too crowd. many people." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he'll be like on like the periphery of, you know, right. And and just then he sees this goon just rush into the kitchen. This guy that was hanging around the periphery. The goon's name we learn is Rafferty, and we learn this when the chef. Uh, Sturk is about to hack to death with a butcher's knife. Ask him what the hell he wants. It's a brutal <laughs> way to go that your co-worker is just like, what are you doing in here? And then you see him hold up a knife and you're like, what's going on? And then you're dead. Yeah, yeah. Stirk gasses up the joint. And by that, I mean, he turns on the gas range to fill the kitchen up with flammable gas. Just as Bruce steps into the kitchen, sees the dead body, he smells some gas, Penguin followed him in, being like, "Where the hell's this rich guy going?" Bruce tackles him out of the way with a beautiful rich guy. Get down, man! <laughs> As the kitchen goes boom, Penguin's casino is ablaze now, and everyone's just getting the hell out of here. Batman pulls, well, Bruce Wayne pulls the fire alarm. Uh, Stirk still disguises Penguin goon. Penguin's goon grabs uh, the mayor elect. And holy shit, Bruce just figured out Sturk must be going for the mayor. Well, the new mayor. And in the alley, though, in the back of the club, Grange, the new mayor, she ain't no dummy. She doesn't like what's going on here. And she gets a knife to the throat for it. Well, a knife held up to her throat, and she starts running up the fire escape. Sturk decides to drop his uh, hypno facade to show his true face, which is like he's all pretty you know, craggly and stuff. And I'm like, you know, a little bit of moisturizer would probably have helped.
0: Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're reading a Two-Face story and like Two-Face is, is more messed up than this dude. This dude just looks like, you know, he's just yeah. like a little peely, you know? Yeah, like,
1: yeah. It's like they got stuff for that, man. It's okay. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We got a medication. Like, you'll be fine. Yeah. Go see, see. your PCP.
1: Yeah, a dermatologist, man. Yeah. Come on. Anyway though, Stirk, the madman, is enjoying this and chases her up the fire escape on top of this burning building while the firefighters below do what they do. Stirk catches up with Grange and man, this guy just never shuts up though, because he just keeps on just like talking while he's Ugh. running, which is like that's a that's a lot of lung capacity there. Yeah.
0: You know, he's going up the fire escape and he's like, so anyway, yeah, <laughs> You're just yeah, like,
1: just... oh my god, dude. <laughs> when and then he raises the butcher's knife that he just killed the chef with, and when he's just about to strike, he gets a batarang to the hand and then kicked in his motherfucking chest. Mm-hmm. But Batman's exhausted, remember? He's moving a little bit too slowly. Stirk gets him with a whack in the head from a brick or a rock he had grabbed. And that lets him scramble up to Grange to use his powers to make himself look like her. And, oh, man, we have a classic scenario on our hands of uh, uh, the who's who. I don't know. Does it have a name? I'm I'm not going to. Does it draw. have a name? It is a classic scenario. I don't know if it has a name. Yeah, I don't I don't know either. I, th- I think I was I think I was hoping I'd come up with a good joke by now. But <laughs> all
0: right, all right, all right. I'm going to I'm going to coin a name for this. All right. uh, I was going to say the double entendre, but I was like, <laughs> is there a way to make it violent? <laughs> well, I mean, the violent entendre, but no, that just, that doesn't work either. I don't know. You need double in there. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I could come up with, I had something, Jason. It wasn't hey, a full thing,
1: but it was something. Hey, listen, we're blue sky in here, all right? It's all right. Yeah, all right. Okay. Now there are two mirror-like granges, and Batman is just dead friggin tired, and tells both of them not to move. He's just like, just like a exhausted parent with like rowdy, tr- just be like oh god, you know, like grabbing the like bridge of his yeah. nose and just like oh Jesus Christ, just a second, just give me a second. The Sturt Grange though lunges for the butcher's knife still on the ground. Grange Grange kicks him straight in the face, and Batman quickly finishes the job. Batman thanks Grange, swoops down with the the knock-the-fuck-out stirk, on his way back to Arkham. Small addendum, while Penguin is standing outside his now-burnt-down casino, a firefighter remarks that he hopes he has fire insurance. And given the way Penguin's monocle popped off, I'm assuming not. (laughs) Next issue, I don't know, there wasn't a stinger. (laughs) That was uh, Shadow of the Bat, number 47. What'd you, what'd you think about it? I
0: enjoyed it. Stirk's terrible. I hope we never see him again. But uh, yeah. I like Tommy Lee Edwards and that that shot of Penguin popping the monocle is very funny. Uh, yeah. And I wonder if that was in the script or that was Tommy Lee Edwards doing his thing. Um, I did like the uh, Witch Mayor Grange is Witch. I kind of wish that we hung in that space a little longer. Cause that was like kind of the fun part of the thing. Like I don't care about the kitchen explosion and the, you know, like he's, he's turning into a goon and he's murdering the, co- I'm like, I don't need this. I don't like the fun part is the mayor Grange thing. And then we get to see how mayor Grange handles herself as a Gothamite before anything else.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Which was pretty great, which was pretty great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do, I do agree that like the the first half of the book probably could have been like three pages of like yeah. ex- explanation especially cuz it's a two-parter, you know, right. because like all right, like you already know Batman's on his way, you already know Stirk got out and is on his way to the party right. and you can and you can explain that like really quickly.
0: Couple caption boxes, you're
1: all good. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy Lee Edwards's uh artwork was definitely a Absolute treat. Like, there's just like yep. uh, there, there there's just a great, like um almost like controlled messiness to it. It's it's kind yeah, of like yeah, the way he
0: colors himself too nowadays on his own work, yeah. there's also controlled messiness happening. You see, like an extension of this from his early days where he's just doing pencils all the way to like his work now. Um his color makes me extremely jealous. Like, I, I, uh, I wish I could color, like, how he colors. Um, there's something about it. I don't know if it's, like... Here's the thing, though, too. He's not fast. Like, he'll he'll belabor a thing for a long time, especially nowadays, um, which is why he does, like, a lot of cover stuff and he doesn't do a whole lot of interiors. He still does interiors, but not as, as many. And he probably yeah. has a ton of lead time for it. But... Yeah. Uh, yeah i I think he like really sits with those pages in a way that like I am jealous of because I don't have the luxury usually to sit with pages like I usually have to crank them out and get them get them to the printer, you know
1: yeah but yeah uh,
0: yeah man his colors beautiful, beautiful work, and an extension of his controlled sloppiness that's happening on the page as well
1: yeah yeah it, it's like the inks want to explode it. It feels like like the inks want to explode out, you yeah. know, like there's a great, a great, always a great energy uh, to it.
0: Yeah, it reminds me a a little bit of Mike Mignola, just a just a touch, especially early Mignola. I wonder if they were he was looking at early Mignola's work when he was like getting into comics and stuff like that. Yeah he's obviously like a little more detailed than Magnola. Magnola like really, really simplifies. And he, he, he's kind of using some of the same shape language, but not necessarily like he's creating his own density on top of it, which is a uh, really fun and looseness on top of it too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's like a, um, almost like in the same sort of like vein of like a, a Jean Paul Leon, you know, like, yeah, right. Like, that kind of like like yes there's a heaviness to it but it's not like um uh blocky in the way that like miller and mignola are you know sure. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's just like their style like i love that like blocky right. is great just to just to clarify for anyone listening
0: yeah uh, the, it's not heavy like john remeter jr it's yeah, like yeah it's it's it feels like it's either solid blacks or like the skinniest line weights, and that's yeah. a, like a magnolia
1: thing. Yeah. Oh man, you just man. I, I hope I remember this mental note to like, I should try to find some used uh, John Romita Jr. Uh, Daredevil. Loved his Daredevil you should, stuff.
0: D- yeah, you should definitely do that. You should
1: I mean, definitely do that. Yeah. I mean, any John Romita Jr. But John Romita Daredevil first, like, is just like
0: right yeah, there, top for,
1: tier, top yeah. tier. Goddamn.
0: You want to get into Detective? Oh, yeah. Detective Comics, 694, written by Chuck Dixon, art by Staz Johnson and James Hodgkins. Colors by the amazing Trish Mulville. steps by Android Images. Letters by John Costanza. Edits by Scott Peterson with Darren Vincenzo. Trish Mulville, again, knocks it out of the park. I think this is uh, the best coloring this week or this month of Bat Books. Uh, something about these two issues she colored, it's, it's bright, but interesting the whole way through. I, uh, there's, a, there's a quality in here that I think is elusive even now because of the way that printing was back then and the way that the uh, tools that she had access to. It's just a very unique look. But anyway, let's get into the issue. This is violent reactions. We pick up where we left off and where we left off was not great for batman and robin the batmobile is falling from a drawbridge into the river below when this new batmobile hits the water it turns from batmobile into batcraft that's that's a hovercraft but a bat hovercraft by inflating a platform underneath it they're safe and boat away meanwhile andrew howe gets appointed as, by mayor kroll to the police commissioner displacing the, uh sarah gordon He's all cocking. <laughs> he's all cocking and cocksure of himself is what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what he's doing. Oh
1: uh, dude, I, I, had, I had in the, uh, the, the, the shadow summary was what, what it like, Batman is friggin exhausted." I, I, the re- I stumbled for a second because I didn't notice that it auto-corrected to frigid. <laughs> and I'm like, he's frigid. So what, what does that mean?
0: So so we got Andrew Howe and he's cocking and cocksure of himself. (laughs) (laughs) He takes he takes the uh, the commissioner job, kicks everybody out, and then just as he takes the job, three people rush into his office. The guy who blew up the defoliant has gotten out of the GPD's net. Two faces out in the loose, and they might have a location for him now. And also, Poison Ivy just escaped Arkham with some hostages. Dude has his (laughs)
1: handful. Yeah, that that was a great that was a great little moment. That was cute. Yeah, I was like, all right, all right, that's
0: clearly that's overwhelmed. Cool. But Sarah is out of there, even as he uh, begs to have a transition period. <laughs> Batman and Robin put together the allergy guy's motives to kill all plants and not be allergic. Batman catches up with uh, VZ, who we are calling Weed Whacker from here on out. That's the allergy guy. Uh, yeah, they called him Weed Whacker and another name. But they never really settled on anything, so we're just going to call him Weed Whacker because
1: I like that name. Yeah, isn't that what the like the press called him?
0: Right. Yeah, there was a there was another name too. I forget what it was, but they they mentioned him a couple times because he doesn't. He's not really like a supervillain. He's just a guy with allergies. You know. Yeah,
1: yeah. So Weed Whacker is good enough. That's good enough.
0: Yeah. Uh, before they can get to the Batmobile, the run or before they can get out of the Batmobile to get Weed Whacker. They're run off the road by Ivy. Ivy is out. She's got a car. She's got her hostages in the backseat. The Batmobile gets run off the road by like a Civic Hatchback. (laughs) Ivy's about to kill Weed Whacker when Batman and Robin finally jump in. They fight. Ivy tussles with Batman while Robin drives uh, Weed Whacker and his chemical bus thing uh, tanker. Uh, into, the, into the pond in, in uh, Gotham Central Park. Uh, all the chemicals disperse harmlessly in the water because that's how chemicals work. Uh, a <laughs> mysterious man in a costume drags Weed Whacker out of the pond. We know him as Lockup. Ivy tries to seduce Batman, but he headbutts her, knocking her out. Meanwhile, Sarah Gordon accepts the mayor uh, accepts the job from Mayor-elect Grange on four conditions. She gets a raise. She keeps Bach as her assistant. You enlarge the major crime unit and you appoint Jim as commissioner. Meanwhile, Andrew Howe, the new commissioner, has locked himself in his office and is drinking in darkness. Jason, what do you hey. think of Detective Comics 694?
1: I I thought it was I thought it was honestly, I thought it was pretty great. I thought it was yeah. a lot of fun. I thought it was a a a, a great um I actually enjoyed the politics storyline because it was funny. It was yeah. A, was a,
0: yeah. They, they got a, it together for the politics stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was a really fun, um, yeah. And just like with the like last issue, even though like, I wish I would have seen more stuff with mayor, with mayor, like Grange, like yeah, getting in the mix, you know, like the rooftop battle, uh, that, that was great. And just the, like, just the bonkers, just the bonkers nature of everything, of like the, yeah. the Batmobile turning into like
0: the hovercraft. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The like get, knocking the thing into the pond. Yep.
0: Like Ivy driving around in a Honda Civic, just killing, very enjoyable.
1: <laughs> and killing two people. Just yeah. where are the hostages? Oh, they they've died a while ago. Yeah, oh, yeah, she yeah, <laughs> Shouldn't give a fuck. Like just yada yada yada, like yeah, right yada yada, yada, yada over killing two yeah. people.
0: I forgot to mention that the hostages died off screen very unceremoniously. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> that's right. They didn't even get a.
0: That no an no. Appearance. She like mentions it to Batman. She's like, I thought they'd live for an hour, but it turns out it's only forty five. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, let me seduce you. You in the mood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, let me seduce you. <laughs> oh man, that's I,
1: Ivy. God bless her. <laughs> yeah, she, her character gets better. <laughs> her character gets better.
0: I I really loved these two issues. I might try to track them down in print because. uh, Trish Moville did a fantastic job with them. Uh, I think it really elevated the work. And then it was such a bonkers freaking story about a guy who has severe allergies and then gets the attention of Poison Ivy because of it.
1: Like it's I I really loved it. I really loved yeah. it. Yeah. And and what more <laughs> and what more of like a relatable like indoor kid story? Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah this dude. Be? yeah yeah Yeah. you
0: you don't have to have the the like comics does this thing sometimes where they have like the nerdy guy stand-in happening in the world and it's like give me the allergic guy like that's something i'm like yes i i empathize with him i i i kind of back him in what he's doing (laughs) a little bit a little bit (laughs) yeah
1: yeah because i'm sure because I thankfully wasn't one of them, but like, you know, it's like, yeah, there, there are people who grow up being like, I wish I could be outside, but the outside doesn't like me. So I'm going to stay yeah, indoors. Right, right.
0: And I bet those kids do want to carpet bomb all plant life.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God.
0: Yeah. Also, man, Andrew Howe, the new commissioner, locked in his office, just drinking in darkness. Just that was so cool. good. So good. Yeah,
1: that was pretty funny.
0: That was like, why would any Jason, why would anyone ever want to be police commissioner of Gotham City?
1: Yeah, yeah. Or or if you know that, like, you're not going to be there in three months, then just like, I don't know, tell someone else to do your job for you and be like, I'm going to go golfing. Right. Right, right. Yeah.
0: Like instead drinking in his office inside thinking he could so cocksure sure he could rise to the occasion so cocking cocksure. <laughs> uh we need to we need to start talking about batman and robin adventures not get, not, get not out of, get out of this book
1: <laughs> we're, we're going down a dark path on this book yeah
0: we gotta we gotta get into batman and robin adventures which is made for kids
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> we definitely won't make any appropriate jokes about this. Mm-hmm. Batman and Robin Adventures, issue number four. Ty Templeton is the writer. Rick Berkik is the, is the artist. Linda Medley is the colorist. Richard Starkings and Comic Craft do the lettering. Darren Vincenzo does the associate editing. And Scott Peterson does the big guy editing. We are dropped in media summer Gleason. She gives us... And in the city of Gotham, the rundown on what's going inside, what's going on inside the Gotham Zoo. So what's going on? Well, as Miss Gleason explains, Penguin has been holding hostages in the zoo for four hours, a, after causing a ruckus and scaring most of the people away. He's got ten people in there, though, and he's made no demands. Police don't know what to do. And they can't get close, or else a flock of birds will swoop in and attack and the cops don't want to hurt the birds for fear of the hostage's safety. A bit more backstory, Penguin escaped from uh, prison three weeks ago and has been knocking off banks and jewelry stores in daring daylight robberies ever since. All of this nice exposition is told over Batman swooping in with a little, like, gas mask thing on and snooping around. He's soon surrounded by a flock of blackbirds throwing a grass- gas grenade And now that I know that's what the mask was for. Okay. The birds (laughs) dodge the smoke and land on the ground surrounding him, but not doing anything to hurt him. They just follow him as he walks. He has this nice little (laughs) weird trail of uh, foreboding blackbirds just walking behind him. Mm -hmm. Batman makes his way to where he thinks uh, the penguin is with the birds following and they kind of point him to the, to the to the southern uh hemisphere pavilion. Uh two goons then happen upon him and they're unsettled that the birds aren't pecking his eyes out. They're like, wait a minute. Yeah. Like, what are, what are these creepy birds doing? Which you good know what goons, goons, by the way.
0: Good goons. Great.
1: Yeah, some very good goons. And also hard agree, like I love birds, but like if a flock of them were just kind of all standing on the ground staring up at me, I'd feel just a little weird, yeah, it's unsettling for sure, yeah, they're supposed to bring uh the bats to the bird, but Batman goads one goon into getting closer and beats the crap out of them in short order, and you know he has a great line of him saying, don't don't point guns at me, I don't like it, yeah, but <laughs> you wouldn't like him when he's angry, yeah, <laughs> but and like a good citizen, he puts them in the trash right in the yep. trash can though, Batman. Bruce, Bruce, baby, a public trash can in a zoo. You're just going to put a full semi-auto in there. Like, <laughs> just just, just take a, a firing pin out. Like, come on. Hey, man, like, Gotham's in America. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I don't know. <laughs> now the birds are kind of pissed at him, though, that he beat the crap out of the goons. So, I, exit, OK, yeah. I once had a dream
0: That I was being chased through uh, a high school and I got it in my head that like I was going to look for a gun to defend myself. And I was upset that I couldn't find a gun in a high school.
1: Oh, God. (laughs) Oh. Anyway, anyway, continue, continue. What a country, man. What a country. (laughs) So now the birds are kind of angry at Batman, so he's uh, exit stage right (laughs) because he beat the crap out of the goons and Mm -hmm. Batman barrels through the doors of the South American pavilion of the zoo. Penguin's been expecting him and it's why the birds didn't attack. He told them not to wait, told them not to. Oh, it's going on here, Mr. Cobblepot. Well, He explains in a wonderful villain rant that he got some chips off of Mad Hatter, but they can only control the lower creatures, which Mad Hatter thought was useless, but Penguin saw much more potential being the clever bird that he is. And he's using the tech to to control all of these birds. So why did he break into the zoo? He wants to free these poor creatures because he knows what it's like to be locked up in a cage and it's no fun. And he wants these birdies to be free. Batman's like, Tropical birds on the loose in Gotham, they'll all die. You're, you're out of your mind. And Batman says, well, no, not in Gotham. Like, back in their original habitat. Like, come on, I'm not, like, an idiot. You know? Like, mm-hmm. that's why I robbed all those banks. Like, so Penguin was robbing the banks to free the birds. Batman ain't buying it. But he d- demonstrates his control over the birds by telling a freaking toucan to fly through a skylight. So maybe Penguin is a little bit nutty. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. Bat Batman is more worried about the hostages that Penguin is keeping caged. And he's like, well, come on, you're keeping these people like tied up. Where are they? And Penguin's like, oh, yeah, no, that. No, 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 no. I, I just had my goons like scream and make a scene and like pretend like they were being taken hostages. There aren't any hostages. I didn't want the stress. And mm-hmm. Batman's like, well, that was a mistake because that's the only reason I haven't started kicking your ass yet. So. <laughs> so I'm going to start kicking your ass. <laughs> yeah. And he grabs both of the goons guns who were standing behind them, pulling them down and smashing the pulling the guns out of their hands and smashing them in the face from behind. Yep. And then, then Penguin six, two bald eagles on Batman. Yep. Would Batman punch a? Oh, yep. Yep. There he goes. Just fucking just wailing on a bald eagles. eagle just clock it's it's right good. in the goddamn beat zaps another oh. one with something i'm honestly not sure what then he grabs a bald eagle from behind his head and slams the symbol of america into a glass display case. <laughs> 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 batman does not give a shit he is in to- danger. <laughs> Jason he, does, he doesn't care, man. He's here to mess up some birds.
0: I would have I would have taken a whole another page of Batman just fight like like oh. you know, pile driving a bald eagle. <laughs> like give me I, that.
1: Give me that. Oh, completely. <laughs> <laughs> Then Batman delivers this great line: "You claim to love these animals. Don't make me hurt any more of <laughs> them." Like, and he'll, and he'll know, do it. Man. He's he's been yeah. waiting. Yeah, I'm like I don't know, man. It seems like you're having a pretty good time tooting up those birds. <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh, so wonderful.
0: It's so stupid, and it's peak
1: comics. Oh, I know. It's I didn't. I honestly didn't realize how much I'd be laughing reading it out. Too. I mean, I just thought it was great when When I read it. When you say it it
0: out loud, you sound like a crazy person.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. No, I know. I mean, I was smiling the whole time, but like, oh man. Well, Penguin sees them more as soldiers, though, and him as the general. And with that, he releases a flock of blackbirds that the Batman's already met. And there's too many of them. Penguin supervillain rants that they have Batman's likeness burned into their brains so they won't stop attacking. Oh, no. What will our cape Crusader do? He's beset upon all sides by hundreds of blackbirds, all pecking and clawing at him. He stumbles around looking for cover. He finds a swampy enclosure. Remember, zoo, South American and pavilion. Sure. And starts covering himself in mud as he's being pecked to death and the birds start flying away. Penguin doesn't understand why, but we soon do because Batman has done his best clay impersonation and is covered head to cape in mud. The birds don't recognize him anymore. One muddy punch, Penguin is taken care of. Little epilogue by Miss Summer Gleason. Not all the tropical birds were recovered. Apparently, the next day, Batman led the cops to Penguin's hideout and found the remains of an exotic animal smuggling operation. And the final shot is the toucan flying free in his home and the penguin in his cell, smiling at a free flying toucan. That's the I I didn't write the stinger. Here's the stinger.
0: Next issue. When the Joker hears someone say the Riddler is Batman's most clever foe, you know someone's going to pay. The Batman and Robin Adventures, number five, by Ty Templeton, Tim Harkins, Rick Burchett, Linda Medley, and Richard Starkings. See you then. Scott Peterson. Hmm. So we'll get a Joker should story. Should be fun.
1: Yeah, those are always fun. It's always... It, it seems like if I was a writer, especially on like an animated series style, you know, mm-hmm. Batman book, and I got a Joker story, I'd be like, oh, well, this like half writes itself. Yeah. You know? Right. Right. Like, I could, I could, I yeah. could just throw just in a set bunch the joker of joker loose.
0: Yeah. Once we, yeah, you figure out a bit and then it the joker just writes the rest of the issue.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, what's like, the, what's the, like the zaniest, dumbest thing I can think of? And then I'll just, man, get those, get that in there.
0: Those joker makes, makes a movie, the death of Batman issues out of Nightfall.
1: Oh my God. So good. So well, good. Those were great. And those were, I, I think, the thing that I will forever remember about that story though is that because wasn't that a Chuck Dixon written story I think think so Is that was clearly at least a little bit a an obvious like a jilted like oh yeah 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 you know he's like he's like I'm gonna stick
0: it to these Hollywood executive types well he also
1: had like an awful experience where like got approached like hey, you're a writer. You write scripts for comic books. Scripts for movies aren't that different. Why don't you try this stuff? And just mm-hmm. got like ran through with just like the worst people and was just like, oh yeah. my God, yeah. these yeah. people are awful.
0: Yeah, you could tell that he had an axe
1: to grind and the Joker was going to grind That's that it. axe. <laughs> That's it. Thank you. I'm like struggling to find, <laughs> find the phrase. So what she uh, what do you think of this book okay
0: these these issues for Batman and Robin adventures outside of the uh, initial two two face issues um meaning this one and the previous one issue three yeah I kind of medium on uh him fist fighting bald eagles was very fun was very <laughs> fun like. <laughs> You could clip those out of context, post them to Reddit, and get some internet points for sure. For uh, sure.
1: Yeah, just the the straight the the jab to the eagle. Yeah. Peak. Like
0: yeah, uh, it's it's very very good, but uh, I feel like I don't know they they haven't been hitting the bar that I'm normally used to. It feels like these Batman like this Batman and Robin issue, uh, and this is Ty Templeton writing. So this is him. This is the first, I think, the first issue he wrote, um, and it just felt a little wordy to me. It felt uh, a little slow to get through. When when um, when Kelly Puckett was writing, like there were issues with like barely any dialogue at all. Like you could read it very very quickly, and I I felt like that was the strength of this series. That like in aiming in at kids and putting on the guardrails of like, okay, not a lot of text. like let's do the best we can. uh, It kind of made it stand out. And I feel like this was a tangible step backwards. Hmm. Um, I do think that uh, Ty Templeton goes on to um, write many more issues. I do think he's going to get better, but for this one, not particularly my favorite.
1: That's fair, that's fair there there was a lot of exposition, like just yeah. being the by 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 summer Gleason that like I noticed I'm like, oh, I'm getting like a whole lot of info in the first two pages, yeah, before, and then before I go into
0: and then the last page was just like text heavy
1: yeah, that. and I'm like i I don't even know if we need this, you know yeah yeah i i I think I enjoyed it a bit more than you did um it wasn't but it, it definitely wasn't like one of my favorites i did i i can't but i can't not give it a whole lot of points for batman just,
0: just punching right 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 suplexing, See, this is um, the thing bald it's eagle. Like, the stuff around batman just fighting exotic birds like i didn't care for but batman fighting exotic birds was excellent
1: <laughs> yeah well, and I will say this though too. Like, I think also, I think it's very clear we have a much higher bar for for this book than we than do we do for the
0: regular mainline ones. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So like, you know, like if this was in a regular mainline book, it would be like a kind of expected. Be like, oh, okay, yeah, fine. They're like, and oh, you know. it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enjoyed it. Yeah. So like, I think I think there's like at least that. You know, it's like one of those like um. Mm-hmm like some star athlete has like a mediocre game and like people say that they're, right. they're done. And it's just like, well, that's any other guy's like best game of their career, you know? So like, right, right, right. Yeah. Right. So it's up. Yeah. Know, so there but was yeah, also the, the exposition the where, shrink.
0: yeah, exposition should shrink a bit. Uh, There was also the bit where Batman like shot one of the birds with something. And I was yeah. like, what is happening in this panel? like, There's Kirby Crackle and everything. I'm like, is he shooting energy out of his hand? Like, what is this? So I it also kind of felt like. Like, I know Rick Burchett is a good artist. I don't know if he got a little rushed or confused, but there was like a piece of storytelling missing in there where like, I think he was supposed to be shoot my as the reader. My insinuation is that I think he was trying to hit it with a grappling hook, but like, I, I, it, it doesn't illustrate that very well. Um. So I don't know.
1: I. Oh. Okay. I,
0: like, like Ty Templeton, I think that Rick Burchett is going to get better and better as he goes too, and so we're just seeing like the beginning of this kind of taking shape. But yeah. What was uh? We're we're gonna try doing a new thing here. Mm. Brace yourselves. <laughs> Get your bracers on. What was your favorite book of the month out of the four?
1: Uh, honestly, I'm I'm gonna have to go with uh with Batman with the maid with with Kelly Jones. Yeah, same. Because it's Kelly Jones. Because even though my 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 love of eagle punching apparently. <laughs> <laughs> a big love for eagle punching over here, fucking communist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, you know, Kelly Jones drawing Batman in like a circus. Like I think I think I could get like, probably just like Kelly Jones freestyling like a story. I, you could probably tell him like, hey, just off the top of your head, draw Batman in a circus story, and like you could get twelve issues out of that, like easy.
0: You yeah, know, yeah, he'd yeah. be
1: like, and it would be great. And he'd be like, hell yeah. Yeah. E- e- yeah. You know, but, I mean, it, but yeah,
0: it was but, it was. but it's rare that like the mainstream books eclipse Batman and Robin adventures or, you know, Batman Gotham adventures, because like I would say that most of the 36 issue run that Puckett did, like those were the best books far and away, you know?
1: Oh, Yeah yeah well, I think I think that like we'll we'll see with the um, this new big storyline that comes up, you know sure. the, the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think that like recently the mainline books have like since they since the whole night quest fall thing ended, mm-hmm. they've done really well at like sticking to the themes because yeah, did you had mentioned that they were like, oh well, now Batman's spooky stories, Detective Comics is more superhero-y stories. And, you, you know, like, they were all, and like... Shadow's,
0: like, Batman-adjacent stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, like, I think that the the individual books have done a lot better for that because yeah. they because they work. Because, like, you know, like, like we were saying, like, oh, I have a Kelly Jones, so I'm not going to draw a bookie. I'm going to draw, like, a circus. A circus. Yeah, yeah. Goes to and you know if I have like, oh, I'm writing Detective Comics. It's like, well, I'm gonna have a crap ton of gadgets in here, and I yeah, gotta throw Poison right. Ivy in because I want to have the big name known villain, and you know, and they just. Yeah. I, I think with a little bit of uh, focus, you know, they've gotten a slight leg up. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. Jason. Nick. Where can people get in touch with you?
1: They can still uh on Twitter for for so far at uh King of Black Acid uh and at uh World's Second Finest. It's World Second with a two. Uh Nick just gave me an invite code for Blue Sky. Yeah. Uh I'm I'm King Black Acid over there, but I haven't done anything with it yet other than register. I'm still sure. still building that out. Uh and where can they find you? they can find me at uh
0: linktree.com slash nick it's got all the links for discord for my my twitch i just recently colored a uh constantine thing on twitch uh by uh, gavin gidry great artist a lot of fun coloring that you can also uh find me on blue sky the blue sky link is up there i've been posting on blue sky a little more than x jason should i call it x are we just no? no? no. Okay. No. I've been posting a little more on blue sky than Twitter only because Elon's a shit bag, but, uh, yeah. fuck that nerd it is what it is. Uh, yeah. So all my links are up there. Also, I will be at, um, Asheville beer city comic con at the end of September, which I'm just now realizing if you just listen to that house of mysteries ramble, you're realizing that I'm going to be at Asheville beer city comic con on the last day of beer city comic con. So, uh, you you better put on the running shoes and get over here. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, yeah, so uh, you can catch me there. Um, I'm going to be on a panel with Rico. We're going to talk about color, and I'm also going to be selling books. I actually pulled out a lot of – I went through a lot of comps and pulled out – DC sends me a lot of hardcovers and stuff that like I'll have like a little story in, but like not a ton. I'm going to deep discount those things and try to move them. So if you're into picking up some hardcovers, they're going to be like 10 bucks a pop, you know, just trying to get them out of, out of my hair. So nice. come to Beer City Comic Con.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks, thanks everyone for uh, listening.